It's Friday, August 9th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to go deep, really deep, on one big topic you may have been hearing about lately. Deep fakes. You know, those internet memes that look real even when you know they're not? Like that one of Ron Swanson as every character on Full House? Everyone from cyber experts to political analysts are worried that deep fakes could wreak havoc on our democracy. This is part of our library of audio notes in the Skim app. Today, you get it for free. Happy weekend. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. It was April 17, 2018, and a video of President Obama showed up on BuzzFeed. We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. At least it appeared to be President Obama. It looked like him, moved like him, kind of sounded like him. For instance, they could have me say things like, uh, I don't know, uh, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place. Yeah, that wasn't him. That video was a deep fake. The voice was actually the actor and comedian Jordan Peele dubbing it in. It was meant to be kind of funny and weird, but its message was clear. Don't believe everything you see on the internet, including this video. That was a little over a year ago. And since then, just like every other kind of technology, internet deep fakes have gotten a lot better. And many experts in artificial intelligence are warning that they could have lasting effects on our perceptions of reality and on our democracy. Welcome to your skim on deepfakes. Here's what you're gonna learn. First, what are deepfakes? Second, why are people so concerned about them? And third, what efforts are being taken right now to stop them from spreading? Okay, so first, what do we mean when we talk about deepfakes? We're not talking about videos like the one of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the one that went viral earlier this year. We want to give this president the opportunity to do something historic for our country. Now we'll play the real video so you can hear the difference. We want to give this president the opportunity to do something historic for our country. The real clip was slowed down to make Pelosi sound like she was slurring her words maybe even drunk. People have been doctoring media like that since photographs became a thing. And they've been used against and by politicians. Back in the 30s, Soviet leader Joseph Stalin used an early kind of photo editing to literally erase his ex-comrades out of Soviet propaganda. And we all know how Photoshop is used everywhere, from fashion magazines to art to change people's bodies, complexions, locations, just about everything. Video editing is the same. But like in the case of Nancy Pelosi, most of the time, the edits made are manipulations of recordings. Edits spliced together, made faster or slower, computer manipulated. What's new is that now we have artificial intelligence, or AI, and it's making it a lot easier to create fake media that seem real, even to experts. So the word deepfake is actually a mashup of the words deep learning and fake. So what's deep learning? It used to be that you would give your computer a command, and then it would give you the answer. Show the computer a picture of President Obama, and it would write, that is a person. In deep learning, you can give a computer a bunch of data, 
and then it learns from all that data. It builds something called neural networks, kind of like the synapses that humans develop in their brains. You can imagine it like this. You give the computer a thousand hours of President Obama speaking, and the computer will learn how President Obama stresses certain words and syllables, how his mouth moves, how he tilts his head in just that certain way. And when the computer has learned all of his quirks, a person can just tell it to create a video of President Obama. And with different audio input, it can make him say whatever they want him to. Generally, the computer needs lots of footage of someone in its database to make this work. But that's changing fast. We'll talk more about that later. Some deepfakes are harmless and very clearly fiction. Things that are easily verified as not true. You know that Arnold Schwarzenegger starred as the Terminator in Terminator 2. So when you see that viral video that makes it look like the Terminator is played by Sylvester Stallone, you know it's a deepfake. And a lot of deepfakes look fakey. But AI is getting better and better all the time. One of the most powerful deepfake methods is what's called Generative Adversarial Networks, or GANs. They're adversarial because it's basically like two networks that battle it out inside the computer. One is the generator that's trying to create a fake President Obama, and the other is the discriminator that looks at that image and says, eh, that looks fake. It's like the critic. And the discriminator algorithm won't let the generator algorithm stop retouching until the discriminator says, that looks real. That makes it even harder for a program or a person to identify a fake, because the fake has already been detected and fixed in the computer a bunch of times. The goal is a perfect fake. Last month, a group at Facebook figured out how to essentially clone somebody's voice. They picked a few famous people, like Microsoft CEO Bill Gates. Here's the real Bill Gates on a recent TED Talk podcast. The idea that us nerdy guys who, you know, work on fast software, that we're supposed to have intuited the social effects of all of our things, you should not expect that prescience. And here's his AI-generated voice. A cramp is no small danger on a swim. Then they made an AI-generated voice for actor George Takai. A cramp is no small danger. On a swim. And for famed primatologist Jane Goodall. A cramp is no small danger on a swim. Researchers there say stuff like this can be used for good, like to help audio assistants work better. But others say this spells trouble. And AI that's impersonating people is already causing problems. Like with deepfake porn. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. People can superimpose the faces of famous actresses on the bodies of pornographic actors. These first popped up on Reddit back in late 2017, and it's how a lot of people heard about deepfakes for the first time. They've caused a lot of legal and ethical headaches for the entertainment industry, and actors who've been targeted warn that they worry non-actors could be targeted as the tech improves. Deepfakes are also hurting companies. Criminals have figured out how to collect audio of corporate executives speaking, like at conferences, use AI to recreate their voices, and then call up other executives to request urgent transfers of millions of dollars. We've also seen deepfakes cause political instability. The president of Gabon has reportedly been ill for months, but in December, Gabon's government released a strange-looking video that appeared to show the president in good health. I want to show us After that video was released, members of Gabon's military questioned whether that video was real or a deepfake. And then the military actually attempted to overthrow the government. 
This is the kind of thing that has officials in the U.S. worried, too, especially in the wake of Russia interfering in the 2016 election. Imagine what would happen if the night before the next election, in November 2020, a video emerged that appeared to show one of the candidates doing something illegal. That could change the way people vote, even if it ended up being a deepfake. Here's the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, at a hearing back in June. Not only may fake videos be passed off as real, but real information can be passed off as fake. This is the so-called liar's dividend, in which people with a propensity to deceive are given the benefit of an environment in which it is increasingly difficult for the public to determine what is true. So seeing is believing could be a lot harder, just thanks to the knowledge that deepfakes exist. We should point out here the worst-case scenarios we've laid out about deepfakes involve famous people and politicians. That's because there's a lot of footage of famous people available in the public. So a computer program for deep learning has a lot of material to work with to make the deepfake seem very real, like with the President Obama BuzzFeed video. But like we said, AI is getting better all the time. And by better, we mean scarier. A group of researchers at Samsung recently created an algorithm that let them create a deepfake with just a single photo as a reference. That means a photo on your Facebook account could be used to create a deepfake of you. So those are the concerns people have with deepfakes. But what's being done to stop them from becoming a bigger problem? In the U.S., the Pentagon is working with researchers across the country and around the world to train computers to spot deepfakes. These computers are looking for differences between AI-generated videos and real videos. Different speech patterns or sounds or facial and head movements. They're comparing lighting conditions and looking for any distorted pixels. And then they're creating algorithms that will find these automatically. But like we said, the computers making those deepfake videos could be analyzing them for the same things on their own, and then fixing their own mistakes. And researchers say they're struggling to keep pace. One digital forensics expert told The Washington Post that they're essentially outnumbered 100 to 1. Congressman Schiff has reached out to all the big social media companies, Google, Facebook, and Twitter, to ask whether they're also researching ways to detect deepfakes, especially ahead of the 2020 election. Social media plays an important role here in spreading these videos. And the platforms have already made efforts to add context to misleading content in the wake of 2016. But again, these don't always work. To be clear, deepfakes aren't against the law. Yet. The First Amendment protects both freedom of expression and parody. But libel is against the law. And experts are already recommending that those libel laws be changed to account for deepfakes. Silver lining? Well, there's one. It's a reminder that for most of human existence, there was no such thing as photographs, or audio tapes, or video. All we had were our own senses. And experts say that at the end of the day, just like with a lot of things on the internet, it's important to think about where information is coming from, who's sending it, and potentially what their motivation is. And that seeing isn't believing anymore. So what's the skim? Deepfakes are photos, videos, and audio that make it seem like someone is doing or saying something that they're not. The difference between deepfakes and other forgeries is that deepfakes are crafted by AI, artificial intelligence. The computer creates databases of images and videos and uses something called deep learning to recreate human speech and movement, sometimes with surprising accuracy. 
As that technology improves, computers will be able to create better deepfakes at a rapid pace and maybe cause trouble. Officials in the U.S. are worried about how deepfakes could affect our democracy and are looking into ways to detect them and combat their rise. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks for listening this week. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so we're waiting in your podcast feed every weekday at 5 p.m. And if you like what you heard today, we've got more where that came from. You can download the Skim app to access our full library of audio notes and guides, where we break down more complex topics like asylum in the U.S., equal pay in sports, and the no plastics movement. Visit the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store to start your free trial today.